0: Welcome in the mud. a Sweat, a cowboy's blood. I'm Zeke Thurston, 2016 World Champion Saddlebrock Rider, and you're watching the Peppered Stewart Show.
1: You did. I don't know why, but you tuned in again. Boredom must really have sunk in, but that's what happens. A lot of stuff for you guys today, a lot of good stories, a lot of good content. We've got a great interview. We're going to tell you about that. Um, the haunted house, we talked about that before. I was going to go stay in a haunted haunted house. supposed to be a real haunted house. Went stayed stay there. We're going to tell you about that. We've got your cattle news, cattle stories coming up. We've got a great interview with uh, Wooler Rock up in Bartlesville, Oklahoma they got a great event that comes up every year. We're going to tell you about that. PBR happened. Some people won, some people lost. We'll tell you about that. And your favorite odd news, we've got all of that. But what we've also got in studio, guest host today, the one and only Courtney DeHoff is here.
2: That was quite the introduction. Thank That's you. It. I'm here just to give my unsolicited opinions on things.
1: Opinions <laughs> and expert advice. Yes because that that happens here a lot because I'm no expert but that's that's what took place uh, you know I don't know what you did lately but I went and uh, we do some bovine and equine consulting so we were looking for some looking for some calves and looking for some horses mm-hmm. so we went all day we left out Saturday morning took off went to Emory from Greenville to Emory from Emory to Red River up north near bottom then back to Foster's to see what the wife's buying at the junk sale <laughs> Then all the way south past Palestine to Elkhart.
2: So you got busy. in at
1: 4 a.m. on Sunday morning.
2: And it was so hot. It's so it was, hot right now in Texas. It was
1: hot. Cells don't have air conditioning. You're a trooper. There's, there's no air conditioning no, in, never. in a cell anywhere. <laughs> so. But the Wool Rock, we're going to talk about that, the Wool Rock. We're going to talk uh, to Casey about that. So check out this little clip here. Tell you what it's about a little bit. It's time again for Calthies and Outlaws Reunion September 28th at Woolerock. It's going to be a tremendous evening. We've got two bands, we've got four restaurants, we've got artists that'll be selling their wares. We have a fireworks show set to music, and 900 of your very best friends. Calthies and Outlaws Reunion. It's the best party in the state of Oklahoma. Get your tickets today at Woolerock.org. You want to be there. That's be, that's a great a great event. So you're going to be there. But before you go to Wool Rock in Oklahoma, let's go further north
2: okay. to Montana. Oh, I like Montana because
1: there's a show that's taken <laughs> the, the ranching world by storm.
2: It has. It's taken Hollywood by storm.
1: And, it, and it's Yellowstone.
2: It is. Oh, you know I'm a Yellowstone fan.
1: You've been, you've been watching, haven't you?
2: I have. But I think we need to talk about because okay. I agree with you. You said season one, we were all sort yeah. of like. We, were, we wanted to commit, but we were, us. you know, we're very You're opinionated. Right. We want things to be right. But now I feel like season <laughs> two, man, everybody is just all in on Yellowstone.
1: And, and they are. And it's, and you've got the, the writers for the show were the same guys that done Sons of the Anarchy.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: watched that. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that kind of played out and the kind of stuff they're doing now is kind of reminiscent reminiscent yeah. of that. But, I mean, it's, it's action-packed every week. Now, you may have to overlook a few things. Mm-hmm. But the storylines is good.
2: Yeah, I f- you know I feel like th- compared season one compared to season two, they're I feel like they're doing a better job maybe of making sure that it's you know a little more realistic. But you know we notice things like if you pull a cinch wrong, we notice. <laughs> yeah. If that Angus bull suddenly is looks like a bucking bull and it's supposed to be the same scene, we're like, wait a minute, that's <laughs> that's not right. But no, I'm hooked, and yeah. the grand finale of season two. It's I don't know up. what's going to happen.
1: It's coming up. And, you know, we talked to Forey. He plays Lloyd on the show. We talked to him. We, we asked him about, you know, the little things that you notice. And he said, look, you know, guys, it's Hollywood. That stuff happens. It happens in all genres, whether it's police shows, you know, and hospital shows, all that stuff happens. He said, just be just be glad that, you know, the Western Way Lifestyle is the number one show on TV. 100%.
2: 100%. And,
1: and so, yeah, we, you have to overlook some stuff. And that's what he said. He said, you know, I've, I told him, hey, you know, we may not do this this way or do this that way, but when it comes down to time and money,
0: mm-hmm. there's a
1: few things that slip in there. You know, yeah. you may catch Rip riding around in the in the pen, riding a cutting saddle one minute, and next minute he's on a rope and saddle. And
2: oh, I've never you, looked you, at the saddles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh.
1: Uh, they were out working cows one day, and he's riding a cutting saddle.
2: Oh, no, no, I'm not. It's like once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, you it. can't. Okay, I'm going to really, I'm gonna have to really watch. And I was like, what is in the world I've noticed on? a cinch pulled wrong yeah. once, once or twice, but, that, but that's just it. I mean, you look at the, the biggest show in television game of thrones or was it game of thrones that they left the coffee they left a coffee cup cup on set (laughs) i mean it happens people and i think you know there has to be a certain amount of hollywood in there too because it's not just for us you know cowboys and cowgirls and ranchers it's it's for everyone and i've seen a lot of celebrities like tweeting about you know celebrities that have no affiliation with like the ranching way of Mm -hmm. life tweeting about how much they love it and i mean Kevin Costner. He's bomb. The whole cast is great. I love it. I, I, I'm so in on it.
1: And it's, I mean, it's just one of those, one of those shows that every now and then one comes along and it just sucks everybody in mm-hmm. and you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. And just like the the last, I guess last week, and then you have a few things. There's, there's some things that I've seen people talking about on, on social media stuff that the language at times is out there far stretch? It's not
2: child friendly, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know what? My mom and dad. My mom always says, "Oh, this isn't very kid friendly." And I'm thinking, some of the words I've heard while we're working cattle <laughs> would give old Ripper run for his money. Yeah. They, oh, well, that you're you're right. You're right. Yeah. So.
1: But but you know the recent episode they did they did save us the mannequin scene so we didn't have to see that.
2: <laughs> I <So> know. <laughs> we,
1: we didn't have to see that. So yeah. other than that, it, it was it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, Beth. You know, Beth pushes the limits yes Beth pushes the limits on a lot of things but I I did like that scene <laughs> uh, you know I will say this from season one season two I, I wasn't a Beth fan in season right. one I was like I don't know about her this is a lot she's pretty extreme I'm I'm team Beth now I'm all I'm team Beth
1: and another thing about her is is she's an English actress I know so she is killed her yeah English or you know she's still speaking English, but you know she's killed her
2: mm-hmm. accent, her
1: British accent.
2: Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny though when you like when they interview them? You know when they're not, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's <laughs> you know she's British. <laughs> yeah. It just it makes you really appreciate the the actors, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm not real good going back and forth between accents. No,
1: no but I mean it's it's made for it's made for good TV. Mm-hmm. They have renewed it for a third season. Yes. So, but of course this this will air after the finale. Oh, so right. What do you think, what do you, what do you think can happen?
2: Should we make our predictions? Okay. So, a couple of things, someone on my social media, I do reviews on my social media occasionally, just, you know, ranting and raving about how much I love it. And someone said, I think that Rip might die trying to save the little boy. But then Rip's such a pivotal character. Yeah. I can't imagine that they would kill him off. However, they—do you think there'll be a cliffhanger? Do you think that they're going to leave us thinking someone died?
1: I think so. I think they're going to get up to, up to the very end, and uh, they're about to reveal, and then it's, that's it.
2: Oh, I hate it when they do that. You got to wait till third. You know we'll be watching season three well, if yeah. they do that.
1: Yeah, and, and then a lot of people was like, well, did the Beck brothers take him,
2: mm-hmm. or did the had you know, to have Did, been.
1: did the one? The, the one thing I saw was when they blew up the meth house. Yes. Did that one guy make it out?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I assumed he didn't.
1: Because the one guy that's running out the door as yeah. the house blew. Yeah. Did it get him? Oh, surely
2: out? he's a goner. Surely he's so? a goner. I don't think they're players. I don't know. That would be a twist, though. Because we just assume it's the Beck brothers.
1: Right. It, did the one guy show up to the house looking for Jimmy? find the kid outside
2: <sighs> jimmy what a, i take love take jimmy but what a mess he's just always causing havoc
1: and then where did and then the, the other thing people ask is the the girl in the bunkhouse where'd she avery. go yeah avery, she, she, she literally
2: she just disappeared
1: they were saying well does she go back to work to make money to pay off jimmy's debt
2: i don't know do you think that they'll bring do you think avery will reappear in season three i just assumed she would just like was written off the show and we'll never see her again
1: i don't know could be a, i don't know if she'll if she'll make a return
2: well here's the thing i will tell you this If they need a new bunkhouse girl, (laughs) I am available. Right. I've been, uh, you know, I've been campaigning hard. So far, Taylor Sheridan has not called me to cast me.
1: Well, he did move down the road. He's in Weatherford now. (sighs) They moved to Weatherford. So they're close.
2: I was just in Weatherford and (laughs) nobody told me this. I could have just accidentally shown up at his house.
1: There you go. They're close.
2: So he lives in Weatherford. Yep. How am I just finding this (laughs) out? All right. Well, I'm going to have to make a trip to Weatherford this weekend because I know they're already shooting season three. Yeah. So I need to get in there, and before they get too far along. Well, yeah.
1: You got to get, get in and get established.
2: I'll just be an extra. I'll even be an extra at this point. I could be an extra in season three, and then he could write me into season four.
1: And they can do that. You know, that's what happened with four You know, Forey Smith, uh, the guy that plays Lloyd, mm-hmm. when he first come on, it wasn't a big role at the time. Yeah. And he's worked his way into a permanent role.
2: I saw um, an interesting, I think it was on Yellowstone's like, Instagram, uh, Ryan Bingham, the singer. Yeah he was brought on to do the music and then Taylor said, well, you know what? I'm going to write you a role. And it was kind of funny because the way Ryan says how it happened, he's like, yeah, he looked at me and he said, I'll write you in. And if you are a terrible actor, we'll just write you out. (laughs) And he's, you know, he had a long run and he was kind of a pivotal character there for Mm -hmm. a while. And maybe they'll bring him back. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. They might do it. He did a great job.
1: That's Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone. But up next, we got cow stuff. Cow stuff. It happens all the time every day cows they they do stuff but in the cattle news if you're always tell you all the time if you're looking for your market reports go to pepperstuart.com click on livestock markets and there's a ton of reports for your cow prices they're there and if they're not there from your local sale barn tell them to get with me that they need to be there so do that Um, a lot of talk come up here recently with the uh, the new trade deals and trade wars and the beef with China deal, and there was a, this big deal happened. It's going to be the best thing ever since sliced bread. Nothing happened. Now we got another deal that came out the other day. That everybody's all excited about beef in Japan. But what I'm telling people is slow down, slow down. Because the first one didn't happen. Wait and see if it happens before you get excited. Let it happen. And then after that comes out, we get another little nugget. That comes up here from China, and so now China is making a major play for American farms. So China's coming after your farmland, and you know the American farmer they settled back in 1862 with the uh, the Homestead Act. So everybody was farming. You come in, you got your farm, you're set up, you were farming. But that day's over. There's there's no longer you're going to show up with a pitchfork and become a farmer. You know farmland's expensive. It's about four thousand dollars an acre and you know most farms run about a thousand acres and that didn't happen anymore now you got your big farms that produce corn and alfalfa is your biggest crops and we're not even eating the corn the corn is made for other things so what's going on now is china's moving in trying to pick up farmland here in america and not only that they're trying to take over some cell barns and packing houses so they're just going to come over and just bottle up and do it yourself. They're like, look, the trade thing's not working out, so we'll just come buy you out. They're just going to come over and buy everything.
2: Interesting. But it'll be interesting to see what happens, because like you said, I see these headlines pop up, yeah. and they spread like absolute wildfire. Mm-hmm. And I worked for the media, worked for the media, so I know how these kind of bubble up. And then yeah. and then six months later, everyone's like, no, wait, what happened to? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if, any of that comes to fruition
1: well yeah and, and a lot of the all the uh, cattle groups and cattle things that i'm in that you know and i'll put these stories out and i put them out and, you know everybody will have comments from you know all spectrums right but within a week or two everybody's forgotten gone. about it yeah. we've and, moved and on to the next yeah and it's gone and something else is going headline. on and, and there's nothing mm-hmm. ever comes of it so yeah but what comes of stuff is your stolen cows stolen cows missing cows we've got a few of those for you here from Texas and Oklahoma, so let's kick it off in South Texas. You got 17 head of cows missing from a property 30 miles north of Laredo on Highway 83. The 17 head of crossbred steers, branded with the J O, thought it was a Lo, might have been Jennifer Lopez cows <laughs> on the left hip. Then you go further south to Southeast Texas. This one here, I'm kind of I'm kind of leery about this one. They reported the theft of Two head of cattle for a property in southern Austin near Wallace sometime after July 23rd. July 23rd to now is a long time to be looking for your cows. Now they entered to unlock double steel pipe gates to steal two tan Brangus Jersey bull calves weighing about 175 pounds. Nobody's stealing Jersey calves. You can go get a Jersey calf at the sell one for 20 bucks.
2: Well, they obviously are. <laughs> worried about it because they're still july 23rd like you said yeah they're if they were stolen they're gone
1: <laughs> yeah they're gone and then another thing too the coyotes how about your coyote problem did the coyotes come get these calves I and say, drag them off
2: I'm on 175 pound they're not very big yeah yeah they
1: probably got they probably drug them off yeah now we've got another one here in oklahoma in glencoe area of Payne county oklahoma 12 mixed black and red angus calves weighing about 600 pounds with yellow numbered tags in the right ear Six black and six black and red two-year-old Angus heifers with yellow custom ear tags bearing the owner's name and number, but I don't know the owner's name and number. So if you happen to see them, I don't know what to tell you. That's super
2: helpful. They kind of left that out. Minor detail.
1: Now the black heifers are going to have a circle with four points brand on the right hip. Okay. But if you see if you see some cows with yellow ear tags with names and numbers, it could be them. We don't know we who don't to tell know, you to call because we don't know who they are.
2: We don't know who you are. Well, there you go. And northeast Texas, we're going back to Texas, they've reported cows missing from a property in Red River County sometime after August 14th. Three four- to five-year-old cows, uh, yellow, black, and tiger stripe. They've got a JW brand on the left hip, so JW brand on left hip, and purple numbered ear tags in the left ear. Purple tags are pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. But guess bottom. there you go.
1: But always if you run across something, you're not sure what it is, you think it's stolen, you don't think it's stolen, you see something suspicious, always call the cattle thief hotline and you can remain anonymous. I
2: like that.
1: Cattle thief hotline. Cattle thief hotline. There you go. Call them up. All right, we did tell you about Oklahoma at Wooler Rock, up in Bartlesville. They've got a a great, a great place to visit out there. And they have great events that go on all the time. And one of these events that they've got coming up next month, the Cow Thieves and Outlaw Re- Reunion is always a great event to check out. And with that, on the phone, we've got Casey Fouts right here with Pepper and Courtney. Casey, how you doing?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: We are doing great. So this event y'all have got coming up next month, the Cow Thieves and Outlaw Reunion, this started way back in 1927? Yes, it did, yeah, by Frank Phillips. And what was his idea, just to have a big party for for everyone, or how'd that kind of come about?
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, Wool Rock was founded in 1925 by uh, oil tycoon Frank Phillips. So we uh, are now a 3,700-acre wildlife preserve. We're home to bison, elk, uh, varieties of deer, longhorns. We've just got all kinds of animals and a 50,000-square-foot museum. Uh, also, Frank Phillips' historic lodge. So he started the party off in 1927. It was basically just to get uh, people together from all walks of life. So he uh, got his ranch manager, Griff Graham, Connie uh, Bill, who helped stage Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, and the Miller Brothers from the 101 Ranch to help him put this together. And he just uh, invited a bunch of people, uh, lots of cowboys, Native Americans, outlaws, Answers. Area businessmen. Everyone was invited, and there was only two rules at the time, and that was just to check your guns at the gate. <laughs> and uh, all all people were uh, granted 24 hours amnesty. So oh. for the people that were coming in, that were, you know, uh, bank robbers and like that, they they actually were granted 24 hours amnesty from some of the sheriffs and everything that were invited as well.
1: That had to be one interesting party. I it got wild <laughs> to show up. And, yeah.
0: and it's still interesting. There's still some people that come in that are, you know, colorful folks. So uh, we're, it's everyone gets really dressed up. Uh, lots of cowboy attire. Uh, lots of like original cowboy attire. Real cowboys come. Um, you know, it's it's about nine hundred of our closest friends attend that event. So we've got two bands that are coming this year: Steel Wind and Big Time Grain Company. There's four different gourmet dining options for people. Lots of artisan vendors. We've got about 12 lined up that do everything from pottery to knife works to jewelry um, and leather pieces. And uh, there's also a huge fireworks display at the end.
1: Okay. Now, is is there a, like hotel and lodging there for the people that come to the event?
0: Not at Wool Rock. Uh, we're, we're located right in the heart of Osage County. So it's about 12 miles southwest of of Bartlesville on Highway 123. So there's lots of lodging that's downtown in Bartlesville. You can stay at the Price Tower. There's some really neat rooms that you can stay there. It was built by Frank Lloyd Wright. It's also like the Hilton Garden Inn is right down there, too, and it's great to stay at as well.
2: Cool. Casey, it sounds like this is a really great opportunity for, like, cowboys and you know cowgirls to kind of come together but like you don't have to be a part of that western lifestyle to attend is that right anyone can kind of attend
0: oh yeah anybody can come we've got sponsors from all over the place um our sponsorships range from a thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars and we're really excited about that because this is our biggest fundraiser of the year this helps you know, maintain our grounds. It's helped with renovations of the museum. It's helped create our walking trails and just countless other things. But you know, anybody can get a ticket. They're available online at woolrock.org, or you can just call our main line at 918-336-0307, extension 11. And uh, tickets start at $75, or you can go ahead and grab a table of 10 for $850. Cool.
1: Sounds like a deal. We should go. <laughs> sounds yeah. like a p- Yeah, you should go. It's <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. pretty fun.
0: Sounds- I promise it's the best fundraiser you'll ever go to. It doesn't feel like one. It's just a bunch of people getting together and having a good time.
1: And it, it does. It sounds like a great time. It sounds like fun up there in Oklahoma. And uh, Casey, we appreciate you visiting with us and letting us know a little bit about that. Uh, we aired the commercial here earlier to kind of tip folks off, and um, we appreciate uh, your time.
0: All right well we appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. All right thank
1: you. If you missed the last couple weeks of PBR action you missed Houston. They were down in Houston. Had a great event down there. Uh, We had our photographer and our camera crew down there with the Bar MC Media. got a great video for you guys that uh, we've been sharing around on social media. So be sure to check that out but also this last weekend, they were in Nashville, and this is what happened. Yeah, Dalton Kasel come in there and won round number one and number two to get that done, but the man with the plan, Marco Aguche, come out and won the show. Brazil has been killing it and the PBR, and they're continuing to do so. And with that, we've got the winning ride from Marco Gucci right here with 86 points on Berserk. Wow! Credit Marco Agucci for handling everything and the kitchen sink. Marco is moving on. I really, really, really like this ride. And and you see the bull get hung up in the chutes a little bit as he comes around. He's a little too close. You can see he doesn't have the room he would like to have. But what I like is the way this bull keeps changing the game. He tightens it up. He loosens it up. He kicks hard. He doesn't kick. You know, he he just keeps changing. And Marco has an answer for everything. I love the way Marco could stay focused through all that, because there's a lot of steel in front of him. You're right. Focus and fight. How much does it mean to him the last time we saw him in this sort of group was back at last year's world finals where he all right getting it done and with that be here at arlington for the global cup it's going to be here before you know it in 2020. nice it was a good event last year it's going to be a good event this year don't miss it also don't get scared because i went to a haunted house (laughs) A real haunted house. They said it was a real haunted house, and the history on this house. I probably should have brought that with me. because That would probably help. But
2: <laughs> and I was going through my papers. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm glad you're talking.
1: It's it's an old house that was. It went from being a brothel to a speakeasy. At one time, it was used as a hospital.
2: So it's got history. Yeah,
1: and it's and it's alleged that there's tunnels under the house that go to the main hotel in, in downtown there in Mineral Wells mmm and the, what's that big hotel called I can't think of it now but ba- yeah the Baker's yeah there's tunnels supposed to go from that house to the Baker Hotel I
2: don't like tunnels I'm already out I'm already out on the tunnels so, I'm we, went, to, we went
1: by the Baker Hotel and apparently somebody bought it and they're renovating it hmm so they're doing a big renovation so we couldn't go inside oh okay so we didn't get to sneak around and look at that we did stay at this at this old house now the people that recently bought this house I guess a couple years ago they're big into paranormal into the paranormal stuff.
2: Oh, so they bought it on purpose. Yeah, so okay. they bought it on purpose,
1: and they've got this house set up with cameras everywhere. And what you do is you get the house for the for the night, and you and up to ten people can come stay the night in this house.
2: So they don't li- do they live in the house too? No. Okay. So, oh, so they're just renting it out to people to crazy yes. people like you. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, the wife's big into that haunted stuff, and she watches all the haunted stuff and into all these haunts and. And scare stuff, so I'm like, I'll just, I gotta go. You just do what she says. I just, yeah, I just gotta go. Yeah, I'm just I'm there. <laughs> and so we get there, we meet the people. They've got uh, a control room set up in the kitchen, and they've got this huge screen of cameras, like 20 cameras in the house. So you're watching everything. And what's funny is after about the first hour, everybody forgets.
2: Oh yeah. That they're on camera. You're because you're. Oh yeah.
1: And that's. This hilarious. is like reality TV. Yes. And it was hilarious. Like, what are, what is he scratching there? What are you doing? You're on TV. <laughs> you're in front of the camera. So I mean, that that stuff was funny. But there was a few things that had happened in different rooms. But um, the one thing they caught on camera they sent us back was it's actually the guy who owns the house.
2: Okay. So you you you're stayed the night in this house? Yes. Okay. And, and you get to see all the footage yes. afterwards. Oh, I'm
1: intrigued. Yes. And they had, I mean, and the house is set up. I mean, they've got old dolls in here. There's oh, old dolls. I am so
2: out on this. The
1: one room that the one we went into, it had like the twin dolls. Nope. From wow. Kind of like the shining dolls with like a white face. Did
2: you sleep? Did you get any sleep?
1: I did. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: out. <laughs> I'd I have did. one eye open all night. I did. I finally went in the living room, just laid on the couch, went to sleep. Yeah. Uh, it was it was kind of dim. They had it dim in there. Mm-hmm. Now, all the lights worked, so you could turn the lights on. Yeah. So a, a few times I just walked and turned on the lights. I'm like, turn the lights on, guys. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? But they won't turn them back off for the the element, you know. The you ambiance. Know. Apparently, ghosts only come out in the dark.
2: Oh. Okay. I guess. So, All right.
1: So they had it on. It, I mean, it, it was a fun time. It's one of those deals where you could, you know, you could say you went and you were in a, a haunted house. You spent the night in it. And the one video, you got that one video of the guy's wallet. Now, the guy who's, who's talking is the guy who owns the house. And if you'll watch his back pocket and watch his wallet, you'll see it move. Now, did it fall on purpose or did the ghost? There's, there's some children. They were hung there.
2: This, what? This just keeps yeah. getting worse. There were
1: some children that were hung there. And apparently the kids are the ones that run around upstairs in the playroom. Okay. And so the premise of this is the one kid that runs back and forth in the room, run back, hit his wallet, and then it set off the mm-hmm. sig- the little, I don't, I, whatever they call it. Their ghost thing. detector. Yeah, their detector thing, Yeah. And it sets it off. And that's, that's what the video is right here. Pickpocket so oh. you
0: jo-
2: So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of stuff that I have so many questions. So, you showed me this video before we yes. went on. I didn't realize that you had stayed. I thought this was just something you found on the internet. No. Okay, so I was being super dr- now. I'm gonna be real now. I have so many questions. Okay, so this was the guy who owns the house. Yes. Where were you when this supposedly happened?
1: I was downstairs in the kitchen, just watching all the cameras.
2: Okay, so you're just watching the cameras. Okay. Yeah. Did you notice it when you were just watching the cameras, or did did you only notice it when they sent it to you and said, "Look at this"?
1: I didn't notice it until they'd come. They come downstairs, and some people that were up there with them mm-hmm. had said something about it. But with all the cameras going all at one time, it was hard. To, yeah,
2: because you're eye- one.
1: Yeah. And so what they did is they go back. They go back the next day. And they watch all the footage. And they, they sent me a bunch of clips. Mm-hmm. Some of the clips they say they can hear things, like kill them, something like that. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody saying kill them in the videos. The only video that had anything at all was that one that, that you could really look at and see.
2: So when you showed it to me the first time, I said, oh, it's just a wrinkle in his pocket. <laughs> and we watched it again. And then I was like, okay, maybe I could see. You know, he didn't really move. And he kind of reacted like, oh, what was that? Yeah. Do you think this was staged?
1: Well, see, that's what I don't know. That's what I was saying. That's what I brought up whenever they sent to me. I was like, did he just have it set there to where it would, it would yeah. fall? Yeah.
2: Ha- it would be interesting to talk to other people who have stayed, do you, do you know any other stories about other people who have stayed in this house? Does everyone have an experience, or do some people be like, yeah, no, we saw nothing?
1: A lot of time, nothing happens.
2: Or they're like, yeah, that guy's wallet moves every time. I mean, I, I'm just so intrigued.
1: The, the stories that I've heard from other people that stayed in other videos and things, nothing's happened. People go stay and nothing here oh, happens.
2: Oh, you worked up the ghosts. So, did something happen? Okay, so do you, do you and your wife have any, like, chills, goose? I mean, was there just anything that you thought, that was a little weird? Well,
1: what was weird about that is I was up there with him in that room before that happened. I went up there on the first, on the first tour. They took us up, and they show us all the stuff. And
2: mm-hmm. then
1: after about two hours, they leave, and they, they've got a camper outside. They go stay in. So if, if it all just yeah. breaks
2: loose, at least they can hear your scream. Yeah, so they
1: can hear you screaming. And plus, they're monitoring the cameras, too, until oh, okay. they fall asleep. And so when we were up there in that room, that guy had, he was like, I've got chills. And his you could see the chill bumps all up his arms. And
2: you can't, like, I mean, I know a lot of actors. Like, I don't know anyone. I, like, I don't think you can just, like, just make you. Just make chill bumps. You can't. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. And it was really oh. weird.
1: And I was like, huh, that's weird.
2: But, like, you slept. Everything was.
1: Yeah. I didn't sleep long. I'm so but I,
2: intrigued.
1: But it's the it's the Haunted Hill House in Mineral Wells. If you want to go stay there at any point, you can look them up on the internet. They have tours all the time and they have the they have the special event deals where you can get the house for the night and bring up to ten people and do your own.
2: Was it just you and your wife?
1: Oh no, we had no people. My brother and his girlfriend So the whole family was gonna be wiped out. If the go if the ghost we you all done.
2: the whole family. We were all It was done. nice knowing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting.
1: But it was I don't know, it's I'm I'm skeptic on that stuff, but also, my deal is, it's like a hornet nest. You see the hornet nest outside, and do you just look at it and leave it alone, or do you hit it? Uh, so, if there's super stuff in here, do you really want to go in here and stir up a bunch of stuff? Right. Uh, not particularly. So, I'm just like, I'm, I'm here. You I'm, just kind of want I'm, chill. Yeah. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna have a séance or bring out a Ouija board. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm here. We're all here. If I'm something happens, does. If it doesn't, then yep. that's it. I'm not I'm not gonna entice it. Right. If yeah, if, you're if not egging it thing, on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not bringing it to myself to take home because that was one of the things was that there's one of the owners of the house at one point was Satan worshippers allegedly. Mm-hmm. Oh, this house. And is so just they and so they brought some demon spirits into the house.
2: Oh great. Of and course so, they did. And
1: so there's supposed to be some demon spirits that follow you home.
2: Oh, even better, so now they're in your house.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not enticing anything to follow oh, me
2: no. anywhere. No, you don't want that. You don't want to bring that into your house.
1: At all. But what you do want to bring to you is Pokemon Go. Oh. Do people still play that?
2: I d I didn't think so, but apparently they do.
1: Pokemon there was up in Washington State a trooper was checking on a disabled vehicle. It was was like, I guess this car's broke down. Let me go see what's going on. So he walks up to the car and this guy's playing Pokemon Go on eight phones at one time. Eight? I didn't read that part. Eight phones. He's got eight phones going playing Pokemon Go. First of all,
2: (laughs) first of all, who? A, gee, who has eight phones right i can barely afford my one phone i have to buy it used on amazon because yeah. i can buy eight phones eight
1: phones and he's playing pokemon that go takes
2: texting and driving <laughs> to like all the yeah. levels
1: so he didn't get a ticket because he wasn't actually on the phone because the cop hands. was just
2: flabbergasted yeah. he's and like he's
1: thinking, like, i'm like that's still around
2: yeah, no, I didn't think Pokemon Go like when it first came out, it was hot, 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 and like people were walking into traffic, like it was yeah. a disaster. But it seemed like it lasted for like a week, and then yeah. we moved on to the next thing.
1: I didn't hear about it after, for very long at all. No, well,
2: obviously this guy's playing it for all of us. Yeah.
1: So they told him, you know, uh, it's probably a good idea to put your phones in the back seat while you're driving around. <laughs>
2: all eight of them.
1: <laughs> Before something else happens. Oh,
2: people have way too much time on their hands. Oh.
1: Uh, what if you had an old pair of shoes that you could sell for fifty thousand?
2: I'm never that lucky. Let's be honest. <laughs> and that that kind of thing would never happen to me but this guy it did
1: this guy in california mm-hmm. he got fifty thousand dollars for an old pair of shoes but they happened to be extremely rare a prototype from nike from 1972.
2: okay that's cool
1: so he had an old pair of prototype running shoes from 1972 and they were given to him when he was when he was 25 years old and he was in the 1972 olympics Trials. He was in Olympic trials. See, I like this. So Nike like, hey, I yeah. got these shoes. See if they make you run faster.
2: He's an Olympian. Like, you know what? He might deserve the 50 grand nowadays. Put them on and go. Yeah.
1: Only 12 prototype shoes designed by Nike were ever made. And 10 of them were given to the athletes that were trying out for the Olympics. I like it. And he uh, sold them for $50,000.
2: Man. That's something. I'm going to go home. I'm, i got to <laughs> peek in my closet.
1: See if you got any prototypes in
2: there. Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure I definitely don't.
1: You, ne- you never know. I definitely don't. You ever watch Friends?
2: You know, I did back in the day. I'm not one of those people who like, re-watches and re-watches Friends. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved Friends. Yeah. I remember yeah. back in back in the day you had to watch TV when it was on. Right. You know? There was so, no recording TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember. I don't remember what night it was on, but, like, my family, that was the thing we did. Yeah. And we didn't have cable or anything. You so we watched watch? Friends. Yeah, You watched? Yeah.
1: Well, apparently, we've got another marketing scheme one-on-one here. There's an internet provider that has posted a, a dream job for somebody that is a die-hard Friends fan that is willing to binge 25 straight hours of the sitcom for
2: $1,000. For $1,000, I've been. I would binge-watch Friends for 25 hours.
1: It doesn't say bathroom breaks, but no. I'm sure they're in there. Yeah. Of course, now you could pause it. 2019 just pause tv
2: yeah this is like a binging era though like we're we are we're conditioned to binge so yeah. i feel like i feel like this is fairly attainable and friends is a good show it'd be different yeah. if it was like some terrible you know like children's show you're forced to watch <laughs> for yeah. 25 hours but i'm I, you know i'm available
1: well they've got an ad out there this um, this company and if you can watch 24 hours there's 71 episodes as you watch these 71 episodes you're going to live tweet your experience
2: Hmm, okay, so you're gonna need a phone charger nearby (laughs)
1: for sure. Oh, yeah. They're also gonna give you a friend's fan pack. Oh, there it is. With a t shirt. Oh, there you go. You get a t shirt. And a mug, because you're gonna need the coffee. Yeah. Stay up for 25 hours watching this. And then you get a free subscription to Netflix for a year.
2: You know what? Netflix just keeps raising their prices. I think this is a heck of a deal.
1: They do. But you've gotta know what pivot means.
2: I'm a, I just recently tried to move a couch out of my apartment. I definitely know what pivot means, and I did not do any pivoting.
1: so I can tell you that. If you got that down, you're done. Applications are good up until September 3rd.
2: I'm gonna sign up. Let's see. What do we got? I got wild donkeys. Do we wild have time donkeys. for wild donkeys. Wild donkeys. California. Oh bless. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen in California. Well, they've got wild donkeys just running rampant. At least according to one woman. She's picking up her kiddo from daycare in Moreno Valley. I don't know what part of California that's in. Not sure. Not sure. California, that's all I need to know. That's it. But she spotted a group of donkeys gathered in her <laughs> neighbor's driveway, and they were just wreaking terror on the neighborhood. They knocked over a <laughs> trash can, and they were eating the trash. Say it ain't so. <laughs> Only in California would something like this make the news. But, you know, donkeys are ornery, and they can be mean sometimes. So they can. You got to watch them. But, yeah, that's basically the story. She <laughs> captured video of the herd going through the neighbor's trash.
1: Just get something to eat. Yeah. They were hungry.
2: Hey, always, always.
1: Turn them out little let them eat.
2: Like big, big raccoons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> big raccoons. Yeah. Now, we talked about this, I guess, uh, previous or on a previous episode, the uh, Paramount Network's feature of I Am Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good a really good show. Yeah, I mean, it started from his childhood, up through his his acting, his dancing. Apparently, his mother was like a world famous ballet dancer, mm-hmm. and so that was his deal was doing the ballet and working his way up through dancing. And he's his career nearly ended because of all these knee surgeries and things he had. He just pursued it. He was he was a, a calf roper. He rodeoed a little bit you know he always wanted the the western way of life he liked that you know he got out there California they told him he was crazy always because he was he was going to move out to the country and have mm-hmm. a little place for the horses and stuff and so you know it it was a pretty good uh I want to say like a documentary yeah just just kind of on his life from up until you know when he passed and I mean it was a great it was a great show so if you haven't watched it you need to watch it
2: yeah it's on my list I haven't seen it but you know Patrick Swayze was just such a captivating human being. I mean, you, you even just watching him on the screen, I can only imagine what type of a person he was behind the screen. I mean, you just you couldn't look mm-hmm. away. And the fact that he was like a, a cowboy and a cow—I mean, that just makes it even better. It, we shouldn't be surprised, really. Right. You know that he that he was ra- raised in yeah. that lifestyle.
1: But it was it was good. It was a good uh, a good episode.
2: I am Patrick Swayze. You
1: Need to watch that.
2: Adding it to my list.
1: Add that to your list. Also. What you guys need to add to your list is where to find Courtney at. She's on the interweb net.
2: Where to find me. Yeah. So I do most of my, most of the action is happening on Facebook, and it's just Courtney DeHoff TV. My first name's spelled a little funny. I always <laughs> blame my mother. It's French. We're not French. It's Courtney, it's E-N-A-Y. But if you just type in Courtney DeHoff TV, if you get close enough, it should pump up. You can also find me on Instagram at Courtney DeHoff. And I have a website. If you're so inclined, you can just spend a whole day <laughs> creeping on courtney courtneydhuff.com but no i um I, I really use my platform to to spread you know good stories and news about what's happening in the world of you know rodeo western way of life just all the great people that make this community so special so yeah check it out
1: and with that everything else going on with the show check it out pepperstore.com as always on farm and ranch tv if you have somebody that needs to see it, tell them about it because it's free. And everybody likes free stuff because it's worth every penny. And with that, there is another show coming out that we're going to have to check out. you got a lot of horse stuff going on in this because apparently Rambo has gone mm. western. You're dealing with an expert with guns. With knives. With his bare
0: hand. Rambo was the best. I finally came home Uncle to defend the only family I've ever known. You must really want this girl. All oh, she's got is me.
1: and